Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is Seth Green here with my co-host, Kevin Harrington, one of the original sharks on Shark Tank. And Kelly O'Neill is our very special guest today. Kelly is an award-winning entrepreneur, a best-selling author, speaker, and a television host. She's been named by Seth Godin as one of the most innovative people in America. She's been featured in Entrepreneur Magazine, The Wall Street Journal, Fortune, Forbes, NBC, Huffington Post, and the rest of the alphabet soup of media outlets. She's a best-selling author and shared the stage with industry legends such as Tim Ferriss, Jack Canfield, Brian Tracy, Mark Victor Hansen, Les Brown, Tony Shea, among many, many others. She's also the host of the Profitology Podcast on iTunes and the executive producer and co-host of the Las Vegas Home Makeover Show with her client and longtime friend, celebrity interior designer, Kelly Ellis. Kelly, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Kelly, hey, great. You've got a great story, Kelly. It's fabulous to have you here today. And, and um, where, where, where are you um, based right this minute? Where I am in Las Vegas. But I'm in okay. the outskirts, so you know, you know what they say about us Las Vegas people. We don't go down to the Strip unless we have to. Just for well, unfortunately, I had to go there last week. I was at the Consumer Electronics Show. Oh, yes. That was, you know, I, I say that's 10 pounds of crap in a five-pound bag when, they, <laughs> you know, when, yeah. you know, when we get that show going because of the traffic and the restaurants. And, although it's, it's a fabulous show, so I loved it. That's, um, what, that's why I live in the suburbs. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Good to have you today. Thank you. Kelly, you've got a very successful brand called Marketing to Millionaires, but you've recently launched something called Profitology. What is Profitology all about? So Profitology is all about the, the study and the art, and it's, it's really a process of helping people to really accelerate their personal path. And this is really an important piece. It's their personal path to profit and freedom. So it, is, it really is about helping them dial in and design a business that is it's, it's intentionally designed from the get-go to work with the way that they work best to help them create more profit. And at the same time, it's not, you know, it's not just about like working more and making more money. It's about how do you actually increase your, your personal income and decrease your workload at the same time. So Kelly, is this geared towards individuals or more business owners? And if it's business, what size company will this apply to? So I personally tend to work with, I mean, here's the thing. All, all organizations and all leaders could learn from what it is that we're, we're teaching because it really does start with working with the individuals within your organization. But the entrepreneurs that I tend to work with are anywhere from, you know, People that are starting up and want to do business right, the, you know, they want to create it right the first time. They, they don't want to mess around. 
Um, but I tend to work with companies, especially like my sweet spot, it are companies that are kind of within like the $750,000 range up to like the four or five million and they're ready to scale. But their business has been predicated and designed specifically on the owner and it's generally outgrown them, right? So things are starting to fall apart. <laughs> you know, clients are complaining, systems are breaking, the owner wants to pull their hair out, that sort of thing. Got you. Give me an example of, of, of the, some kind of a transformation. Um, um, I like to use the word magical transformation, if, if we could, on somebody that you've worked with. For anyone listening to us right now, everybody likes to hear, you know, about the, you know, the conversion, you know, of before and after, before, after kind of thing. So give, give us an example. So one of my clients is a very, very well-known uh, local naturopathic doctor out of the Bay Area in, in California. Um, she actually has clients all over the world uh, just because she specializes in, she has a specialty, she specializes in endocrinology and autoimmune diseases. And I've been helping her off and on gr grow her practice patient-wise, patient load-wise for the last 10 years. But it's been very sporadic, right? It's like she calls me to do some consulting, I help her out with whatever it is and I go away. Well, what happened was her business hit a tipping point and as she became more well-known and the referrals started flooding in, all of a sudden she did not have the business designed for that. So what was happening for her as a business owner and what, what she would tell you is she's pulling her hair out. You know, she had patients calling and complaining all the time because, you know, she was having staffing issues. She didn't know how to fix anything. Her systems were completely antiquated. She had systems for a couple hundred thousand dollar a year practice, but her, her business had already reached, you know, just tipped over seven figures. And she wanted to pull her hair out, right? So she's leaving money on the table. She was losing money. She, but more importantly, she was losing her life. Right, she has a little. She has a little guy who's now six, and you know she she couldn't spend. She was having trouble spending time with him. She was, uh, you know, she she had to work on her days off. She was pulling twelve to fifteen hour days trying to run her business, and and she started to actually as much as she loves doctoring, she started hating to run her business. Gotcha. So she, called, she called me in, and I went through our profitology process on her business. And we really just revamped it from the inside out. You know, we looked at everything. We looked at the leadership. What's, what's going on? We looked at the team. Is the team performing and functioning? Are our operations systemized? Are, you know, is this something that is, is helping you scale and grow or is it something that's hindering you? We looked at her marketing. We redid her branding and we elevated all of it. And, you know, essentially I overhauled her entire business within six months. Within six months, her uh, her revenue went up 70% over the previous year. And she's on track at this point to uh, triple the business in 2017. And again, and this is the piece of profitology. It's not just about that. The piece is she's actually working less than she was before. She actually has peace of mind because her team is now running the business. Everyone is aligned. We all know, you know, what direction the company's heading. And she has time to, you know, she's taken more vacation in the last six months than she's probably taken in the last six years. So, Beautiful. yeah. So, so you've set up systems um, um, as, as part of that whole process. And what, you know, it, she now, is, is, it, is this all the way across the board, you know, like CRM systems and phone answering and hiring and just, you know, she's a very good 
and what she does. She's a doctor, but she doesn't understand really all the other things that are necessary to run that business in the right fashion. So, you know, and here's the, here's the thing. She's actually pretty great at business for, especially for, I mean, and I apologize to the doctors that are listening. A lot, doctors are generally healers, right? So they're not necessarily business isn't really their thing. They want a doctor. She's actually pretty great at business for, for, for someone who's a doctor, but it outgrew her level of expertise. And the biggest issue is she can't manage a practice of this size with this, type of patient load in two minute increments popping in and out of her room seeing patients. Right. Yep. How did you invent the profitology process? How did I invent it? It's, it's just literally, you know, I've been doing this for 16, for 16 years with small business owners and entrepreneurs, Seth, as you know, and uh, previous to that I was in corporate America and I re really was working, I was reinventing brands. So, so in corporate America, that's, that's what I did. I, I reinvented and repositioned brands for either to either be acquired or to be um to go public during the dot-com boom and then i took that knowledge and i started working in small businesses and in small businesses it's not just obviously about getting the, the clients that's that's you know kind of the easier part it's what do you do once your business scales and i started to it was just really by trial and error and working through different clients and also quite frankly in my own business i was my best ideal client my business got to a point where i hated it and I love what I do. And I hated coming to work because I felt like the highest paid janitor on the planet. I felt like every day that I came into work, all I did was clean junk up. And I would not usually use that word, but since we're on a, you know, international podcast here, yeah. I mean, that's all I did. I would come in and I would be handling team issues and client issues and I'd be apologizing. And I started hearing this awful phrase. I don't know if you guys have ever heard this, but you know, oh my gosh, Kelly, we love working with you. In fact, you're the only reason we're still here because working with your company's awful. Like, yeah. He's not getting back to me, blah, blah, blah. And I, so I really invented the process that way. It was, I, I had to reinvent my own business to save my sanity. And then I started applying this to other businesses and I just found this process that it kind of makes the crazy melt away. I have to ask the question when I did, you know, when I think of, Proctology, I think of, you know, a pair of rubber gloves, okay? <laughs> so, oh, it, yeah. it, I say no pain, no gain, right? Uh, so, so you, you actually have to really get in there and do an analysis of their, of their business, right? And Absolutely. so, it, it might be a little painful along the way, and they may have to make some, some tough decisions. So, that's, that's why somebody um, that has a business that needs your services. That's why they have to call somebody in from the outside. They're, they're too close to it. Yeah. They're getting, they're dealing with the complaints and they realize I've got a problem, but they sometimes don't have the ability to rise above it, look down upon what's happening on a day-to-day -day basis and, and actually start implementing some of these, um, you know, necessary uh, techniques and systems. And I mean, do, do you actually have like, do you, you put software systems in place or, you know, what, how, how technical and detailed do you get with, with making these changes? So it, it, so it depends on the business. And yes, like as an example, in the case of the, in the case of the doctor, the, here's a perfect example. In the case of the doctor, she had like 10 different systems trying to do one thing. She had no marketing automation. So absolutely. I actually, I, I installed what's called a, a, a EHR, electronic health records. I installed an entire new system. I resystemized the entire company. I automated all of their marketing. I use a, a program called Infusionsoft. 
Um, I, you know, so I did an entire marketing and sales automation system. I created the processes for them. And it's not to say that I do this all myself, right? So, it, you know, I, I know where my limitations are. I, I'm not going to be coding anything. That's not my bailiwick. I'm the strategist. So, you know, I bring in different, different teams, different, different people to be able to automate things. My job is to figure out where are things not working well? Where could they be working better? How can we make the crazy melt away? And then bringing in those different systems. And yes, even down to the, the, the voicemail, you know, like their call flow is insane. So I installed right. a brand new entire voicemail system that automates and routes calls to the appropriate people and also offers sales and marketing while our patients are waiting. So they're, they're hearing those messages and being routed to the right places. The other day it was at a, an office, um, actually a, a gentleman, Bart Nellinger, he owns uh, a company called Progressive Dental Marketing. And he's got hundreds of dentists that he does pretty, I think, kind of what you're talking about. But his, his vertical, is, he goes after the dental marketplace. So, so now you've talked about, you know, this one particular client. Do you have any verticals that you specialize in or are you open? Do you, do you, do you cross, you know, all entrepreneurial uh, borders? I do. And so that's actually, you know, Seth was uh, um, talking about how I had launched a, I have a previous program that's like kind of my flagship. What I'm really well known for is marketing to affluent clients. So I specialize in working with clients that are going after high end clients. So as an example, the naturopathic doctor, like, you know, I don't know necessarily that, I mean, could I help, you know, regular doctors if they wanted to study our process? Absolutely. But, you know, for some of my more in-depth services, I tend to go after cash pay practitioners, you know, or people that want concierge medical practices. So anyone who's really offering services that are targeted toward high-end buyers, that's, that's my sweetest spot. Okay. And Ellie, you've given so much great advice to other business owners and entrepreneurs. What's the best advice you've ever gotten? Oh, this is my best one. My very first, my very, very first coach. I'm not, I'm not a dummy, right? So when I got into business, I was like, Hey, look, I know what I know, but I also know that I don't know. And that's the stuff that can get me. So the very first thing I did when I hired, um, or when I started my business, is I hired a coach. Have you ever heard of Alan Weiss, the million dollar consultant? I, I've heard of him. Yes. My, that was my very, very first coach. And he said something to me, um, because when I started working with him and I was flooded with all this opportunity and I was so excited and he said, kid, I'm going to teach you something. And I said, oh yeah, what's that? And he said, in order to be successful, you need to be willing to accept rejection and reject acceptance. Okay. And I said, got it. So it really is about when you have this clarity, which is actually the very first step of the profitology uh, system. When you have clarity about who you are, where you're going, what it is that you're doing, and what it is that you're looking to accomplish, not only in your business, but ultimately in your life, right? Because yep. that's the bigger picture here that no one talks about. Yes, we're business owners, but I, I, you know, I don't work to, like, to, to work 30, you know, 75 hours a week. I have right. a life outside of that that I want to enjoy. Yes. Yep. And so when you're really focused, it becomes very clear and you can start when opportunities are coming your way, you can start saying, no, that's not in alignment. 
And it really helped me. It actually helped me turn down a lot of opportunities that a lot of people would have jumped at. But when I was turning those opportunities down, the people that were offering them to me were so shocked. They're like, you said yeah. no? Mm. And they were like, well, I need to interview you about why you said no. And then I would explain this concept that, you know, that's just not in the direction of where I'm taking my business in my life. So it's a great opportunity, but not for me. Yeah. I mean, there's only so many hours in a day. And, and so that's great, great uh, advice. So one, let, let, I'm going to shift gears into how you market yourself, um, you know, because you, you, you're now talking about your, your business. So obviously you've had some great um, uh, times with some pretty cool people, um, Jack Canfield and Les Brown and Tim Ferriss. Have, you know, I've actually uh, shared the stage with, with, with all of them myself. And so I love it. You know, I love, you know, hanging out with some of the cool people out in the market. So, yeah. is, 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 you know, in terms of how you build your business, is, you know, is this one of the, the things you like to do is get out and speak and, and then, then build your funnel, so to speak? Is that, is that kind of, you know, walk me through that and, and just how, how do you get some of these great clients? Sure. So, so here's the thing that, that I want to say about this. And again, this is, this is the way that I, I design businesses for everyone is find what it is that you're really best at and align with that. You don't need to do a gazillion things to be highly successful. You need to do a few things that you can do really, really, really well and do them consistently. So one of the things that, that I tend to really enjoy and also, you know, I'm, I don't suck at, right, is uh, speaking. So part of how I built my business was, you know, I started out speaking at local, local events and then people would hear about me or people would be in the audience and they would recommend me to other events. So speaking is huge for me. I, you know, when, when I speak, I can fill my client base for a year in one engagement. It's, it's, so speaking is fantastic. Um, as Seth said, we're launch, I'm launching my, my Profitology podcast, which I'm super excited about. Love to have you both on as guests. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and so podcasting is definitely, especially to reach higher end, end clients is phenomenal because, you know, people are busy. You know, I, when I listen, when I go do my cardio at night, I'm popping in podcasts and I'm just listening to podcast after podcast. Um, social media, I, I definitely, I definitely use social media to create brand awareness. Uh, and then it really is about building networks and, and building, you know, I, I am a deep diver in my relationships. Again, I am of the school and I think this has to do with my, my marketing to the affluent background. I am of the school that it doesn't, I, I'm about quality over quantity. I, you know, okay. I'd rather have a, like a, a, a network of people that I have deep relationships with where we're all helping, you know, all helping each other out, referring business, serving our clients, then, you know, having 15,000 people that I'm, I'm talking to. So yeah, those are my, those are my main ones. Yeah. So I, I love, by the way, Vegas is one of my favorite towns because um, I say, you know, and people ask me in how I build you know, my business. And I, I end up speaking at a lot of trade shows and, um, you know, I was at the CES show, the, you know, I'll do the hardware show that there, there's a show next week called the sports and licensing show. What's well, that? I think it's the 16th, 17th. Then there's a, there's an affiliate summit there. So I'm in Vegas 25 to 30 times a year. And, yeah, I'll show you the, the back roads. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, so I'm like, you know, I did find one machine that pays out every time, and it's called the ATM machine. 
Uh, so yeah. uh, it ne never never fails to spit out those uh, you know those those bills that I need to, to keep up with the rest. But no, it, it Vegas is 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 a great town, and um, you know so a, a great place to um, uh, to meet a lot of people actually, and, and I would think maybe a place for you to network at a lot of these conferences also. That's why I moved here. So yeah. I am all about life balance. You know, another one of the, you know, you asked me about my, my best advice. I, I will also say, uh, you know, and I wanted to share this on here, the biggest question that I got, and it was the most life-changing, game-changing question for me was, Kelly, how much life are you willing to trade for that? Whatever yeah. it is that you're doing, how much life are you willing to trade for that? There you go. And it really was a game-changer for me in structuring my business because I was, you know, on the road constantly. I was always in Vegas or LA for speaking engagements. I lived in the Bay Area and I lived in the Bay Area my entire life. I was a Silicon Valley baby. And when, when I asked that question, when I got asked that question, I started really reevaluating the things that I'm doing in my business because I was doing everything, right? You know, I was social media speaking. I mean, you name it. I was, I was attempting to do it all. And, and I was burning myself into the ground. In fact, created a health crisis for myself. And I, 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 it was in that moment when I started asking myself that question and I was like, why am I not living in a place where it's conducive for me to be doing business? And so I, I made this decision. My friends, it, it actually, I have this little section on my website called fun facts about Kelly. My friends have just recently stopped asking me if I'm moving back because they never thought I was going to move. I lived there my yeah. entire life. And I just one day went, I'm moving to Vegas. And they're like, no, you're not. And I said, yeah, I'm moving to Vegas. I said, you know, this way I can pop down to the strip. I can deliver engagements. I can network. I see great people coming in and out of town all the time. And then I can go home and be with my puppies and my, my honey at night and, you know, live my life. Because I was missing out on so much life mm. being on the road all the time. And so that's actually why I moved to Vegas. Kelly, what would be the first step for someone to get started turning around their business and implementing Profitology? Well, it all, it all starts on getting clarity, right? And what I find is, you know, they think there's a great Mark Twain quote that I'm probably going to box right now, but he says something like, you know, I can get anyone anything that they want as long as they know what they want. And the truth of the matter is 98% of the time when I get on the phone with an organization or a, you know, a business owner or a leader, and I start talking to them about what it is that they really want, and I start with their personal life. They're kind of like, uh, you know, they have some vague idea, but they haven't really thought it through. So I literally start with helping them get extraordinary clarity about what it is that they want in their life and how they want to utilize their business and their organization to fulfill those desires, whether they be innovation desires or creativity um, or whether it be financially or freedom-based, you know, maybe they, maybe they have a, you know, one of my clients, uh, Kelly Ellis, who's a celebrity interior designer, she does not want to be tied anymore to, you know, just doing interior design in Orange County. She wants to be free to travel around the world. So we helped her create some alternative income streams so that you know, last, last, uh, uh, was it this spring, this spring, she went and lived in Barcelona for a few months with her honey, you know, wow. because because we designed our business that way so we start with clarity so the very first the very very first step and I'll give you guys a free tool if you go to my website which is kellyoneal.com and that's 
I don't know if it'll pop up. K-E-L-L-Y-O-N-E-I-L, one L. I'm not the surf company. Um, if you go on, on there, I actually have a brand new quiz called the Profitpreneur Quiz. And it, it identifies nine different profile types of entrepreneurs based on not only my experience, but all of my research and my studies in, in NLP and, and, and human psychology and everything else. Uh, and it helps you figure out what really is your strength. And I tell people when they get their quiz results, I tell them all about, um, you know, what their profit accelerators are, what they need to stay away from. Because how many people are leaving so much money on the table by trying to push a boulder uphill doing stuff that they have no business doing themselves because either they hate it or they're not good at it, right? So it's what are the things that are causing you profit leaks and decelerating your profit? Who do you need to best partner with based on your profitology or your profitpreneur um, profile type? Because if you can partner with someone else and you're really brilliant at you know, strategy and they're really brilliant at automating, well, now you've got a match made in heaven and you guys need each other. So I talk about, you know, how to create and form partnerships right. that help you accelerate your path to success and so, freedom. So Kelly, it, this, the world that we're all in is getting, you know, this whole, you know, disruption in the digital space. Um, you know, in my world, as seen on TV, um, there's 50% fewer people watching TV today than it was 10 years ago because it's moving into a digital world. So what are you what are you seeing in whether it's your world or your clients' world in in any of this you know uh, realm of, of, of digital uh, disruption? Yeah. So so there's a couple things going on. You know, number number one, people are absolutely inundated, inundated with content. So if your you know if your brand isn't dialed, I like to, I tell my clients if you're not standing out, you're invisible, right? If you if you are not disrupting the and get rising above the noise. And I'm not just talking about being, you know, disruptive for the sake of being disruptive. But if you are not innovating, if you are not clearing your message, if you are not rising above the noise and, and talking directly to your target clients, then you, you, you're stifling your, your business. You know, and the other thing I, that I really look at is I'm, I'm thinking about in my ideal clients. And for me, you know, I, I work with a lot of different clients privately, my clients, again, they tend to be, you know, in the up, you know, in the upwards of the, the million dollar category. And what I what I like to do is I really think about my ideal clients. They're time crunched. They are looking for digital content on demand. I recently launched a TV show. We made it's on demand. It, you can watch it instantly. You can binge watch it. I mean, people. That is how people are consuming content now. Everything has to be mobile friendly. Everything has to be at their fingertips. And it also has to be quick. There was another study, did you guys see this, where we now realize that goldfish have a higher attention span than human beings? Yes, so I read, I, I saw that. Eight seconds, I think it that is, is, right? Sad. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, so so you you not again. Your branding has to be dialed. You've got to be able to rise above the uh, above the noise, and you need to really take into account your your target audience and how they're consuming information. And you know, it used to be that we would do these big, long, huge things, but like just even this as an example. Seth, Seth does my podcast, and they're phenomenal. By the way, you guys, if you were looking for people to do your podcast, this is your this is your man. Um, and really I do it in what are, what is, when are people most likely to, to listen to podcasting when they're driving, they're, right. mo they're most likely not driving more than th maybe 30 minutes, right? Or if they have a super long 
commute, maybe an hour. Right. Listening to it when they're on the treadmill and they're captive. Right. right? So 30 minutes, right? Most people, it's like if you do 30 minutes, you're, you're going to be perfectly timed and then people are going to get on a machine or whatever they're doing and be able to consume the content quickly. Fantastic. And that brings well, us to the end of our 30 minutes. Kelly, fascinating interview. Um, for those of our folks watching and listening who want to learn more about Profitology, best place to send them is kellyoneal.com. Yep, and absolutely. That's the best place to start. We've got everything you need there. Awesome. Let's go to kellyoneal.com and make sure you also subscribe to the Profitology podcast on iTunes. Thanks, everyone. Hey, Kelly, great. Look forward to meeting you. Yes, definitely. Okay. Get from All right. Two thumbs up to you. All right. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this special productivity series of the Direct Response Marketing Podcast. I've interviewed hundreds of the most successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and CEOs all over the world. And I want to share with you one of the biggest ways I've discovered to triple your productivity that I've learned from these amazing people. Even better, I'll pay you $500 to test drive it. Just go to take the500challenge.com. That's www.takethe500challenge.com to learn more. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>